You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Look, I'm not I'm not going to make light of uh, of of the situation, but I am going to point out some ridiculous things that are going on. And if you've got a government a municipality that is threatening, on one hand, they want to let people out of jail. They want to let criminals out. They want to put criminals out on the street, and then they want to turn around and arrest you for leaving your home. So I guess uh, walking your dog and getting exercise is going to be next. If you do that, you're going to jail. If you uh, do some yard work, you're going to jail. I mean, it's getting ridiculous, folks. I, I can't put it any other way. Um, I, I have been saying now, if you've been listening to my show for a few, uh, you know, the last few weeks, uh, episodes, uh, and I know we, we get new listeners every week, so if you're new, welcome to the show. Um and let me do this. This is America's Web Radio. I am, or this is On Point with Victor, and I am Victor Armanderes. Uh So welcome all to the show. And uh, I know sometimes we've got so much to get to that I just want to jump into this, and I just want to get rocking and rocking and rolling, and David's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I, I, I've just got a question that came across uh, my uh I love questions. Monitor, and uh, my question is, if Boy Scouts sold cookies, <laughs> would you let them into your house, <laughs> knowing that they are filing bankruptcy for uh, the elderly and uh, sex abuse of the Boy Scouts? I think I might ask for the box of cookies first. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I, you know, I it's. Look, folks, we love getting questions here, so keep sending your questions to to us, especially uh, if you want to to go live and interact with me now. You can do so on the – and I guess I better go to it myself. But you can go to the America's Web Radio Facebook page, uh, and, and you can uh, – Check us out live, and you can send me questions and all that good stuff. And as soon as I get a chance, I'll get it up here live myself so I can uh, see said questions. Uh, but we do like your questions. You can always send them to gm at americaswebradio.com, or you can reach me, victor, at americaswebradio.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on uh, Instagram as Radio Victor. Uh, Facebook, just look up my name, Victor Armendariz, A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. And uh, find me on Twitter. I don't do a whole lot on Twitter. I'm mostly on Instagram. Uh, but I'm not really a king on social media, which, <laughs> yeah, yes, You know, I just, I just had the thought. You have something in common with, with what's <laughs> going on on barring people from going to bars and all this. And, Uh-oh. And uh, what I, I realized the commonality was that, they, people couldn't find you in a bar today or in a large crowd, but then again, they couldn't before the pandemic. <laughs> now, now, this is true. <laughs> now, sometimes, David, I'll stand on a soapbox <laughs> in the middle of a restaurant. That's all. <laughs> well, you know, for me, the soapbox needs to at least be a foot or two, <laughs> or it ain't going to make a damn bit of difference with me. I can stand on a small rock you're, and you still You're the only to. speaker I've ever known that takes a chainsaw to the podium before you start talking. <laughs> I either have to do that or I have to climb the podium, <laughs> one or the other. 
You mean you're one of them pole people? I am one. You know, I make uh, I make Bloomberg look tall. That's how bad my situation is. <laughs> so, but look, folks, we we want to have. We want to have some fun uh, because in this time when when government is trying to take every freedom that you have in the name of a crisis, um, you you gotta have you still gotta keep your your you gotta keep your 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 some sense of humor. You have to, or you're going to drive yourself and your family crazy. Look, we do not want the divorce rates to go skyrocketing after everyone's been. quarantined in their homes and you have to stay with your your family for so um you got to keep a sense of humor i mean you, you really, know really they're talking about that and and uh general dix and i were talking about it you know the resilience of this country is absolutely fantastic absolutely and you know in two or three months maybe less i don't know it depends but at some point, families will be sitting together and laughing about this period, and they'll say, oh, do you remember when we all panicked and we ran out of toilet paper in the house and we were scratching our heads what to do next, and or we were rushing to the store? You know, they'll, they'll find humor, just like you're saying. They'll find humor mm-hmm. in a situation that right now has a lot of folks scared to death. Yeah, but we are so resilient as a country that we'll come back from this, and you know, two years or three. Gosh, Victor, do you remember when you came in the studio and we did the show on you know or whatever? Mm, right, right. Well, you know, David. Not only that, and I'll go ahead and make this prediction: we're going to reach a point when all this is said and done, either six months, twelve months, or, or whatever. But we're going to reach a point where people are going to look back, academics, politicians, um, and people of common sense and logic, like uh, like we here at America's Web Radio, uh, and we will all look back, and there will be a debate on was it worth it, and was it necessary to put an economy in an absolute downward spiral, uh, was it necessary to shut down every city across America? Was it necessary to shut down every state? Uh, I believe that is a debate that's coming. Uh, again, it'll, it'll be after everything is said and done. But it's a debate that's going to happen, and it should happen, uh, because – what look I, I'm going to get to this later later today but you guys have heard me talk about precedent uh, what is done today can be abused tomorrow and that's going to be part that's in the topic rundown today so we'll get to that but uh, but David it's it's a very good point that you and General uh, Hicks brought up is we are Americans there is no ingenuity like the American people there's no spirit like the American spirit um, so uh, people got to realize that this is pandemic 101. This is mm-hmm. not pandemic 101.8 or right. 10 or whatever. <laughs> right. And it's you know, General Dixon and I talked about this as well. When I was when um, President Kennedy was assassinated, uh, I was working for a station KLBK, and uh, you know, went there, and it, it's like everybody expected that the general manager would run into his office and pull when a president is assassinated manual off of his shelf and and read up well we're supposed to do this we're supposed to do that do this do that right i hate to say it but there weren't no book on when a president is assassinated and there's not one right now on pandemic 101 we're making that book now five years ten years from now People will have a source to go back and say, well, 
you know, why didn't they do this earlier? Or why did they do that? And that makes sense. And we ought to try this. And, you know, yeah. there will be a book on it, many books on it. Probably. Oh, there won't be just one. I mean, there's, yeah, we're, we're, we are writing a new chapter and, and there's no, no question. And, and there will be, well, look, there's not just going to be backbenchers or armchair quarterbacks. Um, then down the road, we have the armchair quarterbacks now. Look huh. at, look at, um, um, I forgot my message, Joe Biden, or I forgot where I am, Biden. Pandemic? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a guy who's, who's in his basement, uh, giving press conferences as if he were the president. Uh, you know, and, and it's easy for anyone, anyone can sit down and say, oh, I would have done this or I would have done that and blah, 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 but, Give me a break. If anybody thinks that Joe Biden would be handling this or Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. well, we, we don't realize – actually, we, we should be thanking God every day that that we don't have a politician handling that, – that's leading this – getting us through the pandemic, so to speak. Um, and what I mean by that is when you have the president of the United States, the last person you would want right now is a politician. <laughs> and and I mean that for the letter D and the letter R because, you know, I can have a whole other show and another day on why Trump is not a Democrat, Trump's not a Republican. Um, the guy's a businessman who's trying to run this country. He's trying to do right by the American people. And an American. Uh, and, an Ameri- and an American first, yeah. which is what, and, you know. I, you know, he... Yeah, this is it's like, uh, you know, it's like some of these people that are some of these businesses that are running running ads that. And again, we went into this yesterday is that uh, they're they're If they're trying to make money out of this, I'm not ever going to buy from them again. Right. I'll never if they're trying to prosper on this and uh, um, make a dollar out of it by, oh, look at what I'm doing and look at what my company's doing and. You know, if it's if you and you can tell, you can tell the ones that are trying to uh, make a dime, and you can tell the ones that are sincere and say, you know, I'm my company's going to make masks, my company's going to make, uh, you know, whatever aprons. They're going to do yeah. this or do that, and I'm well, giving the I'm giving the supplies away and paying my employees to do yeah. it. I have a good story coming up actually today, and and uh, about a company, the, what the private sector is doing. And and look, I, I I don't expect all companies to just drop what they're doing and give thing give everything away because they they do have to pay the cost of materials and production and things like that. And companies that can continue to pay their employees, that's I mean you're right, David. There, there's some outstanding things happening, and you're not going to see it covered on CNN. And, and if it is covered on CNN, they're usually making fun of it, which is a story I'll get to today because funny you bring that up. Hmm. But then again, you're the legend. So. <laughs> I read your notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> My notes are available. No. Um, actually, uh, I will always make anything I say or talk about, I'll always make available for anyone. So you can just reach out and let me know if you want to know my sources and all that. Uh, again, unless it's a source that I can't divulge. So I, w- I won't do that. So, All right. And there's not many of those. Trust me. I, I'm not uh, that tied in with uh, Washington, nor do I really want to be that tied in with Washington. Okay. So, so you read it off the bathroom wall. Still, I read it. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, no, no, I won't even. That's why you take all those trips to D.C. because you got a <laughs> you, you got a route that you go through and uh, you check the swamp out and see what you can find on the on the wall between the train, the swamps, and the and the uh, hangouts. You know, the elitist hangouts. You can learn a lot 
from just – that's funny, David, you mentioned that, because you could go to D.C. and you could find all these elitist – I'm talking high-dollar – hoity-toity places and every and you will see pelosi you'll see schumer you'll see sanders you'll see uh cortez you'll see cortez stuffing her face with a freaking 25 dollar burger or more and then she'll turn around and tell you that you can't you can't have cow is she sitting up on the bar <laughs> well <laughs> she she used to be behind it i wonder if she misses it i i doubt it because now she's getting paid for absolutely do nothing and she's getting paid very well to do nothing uh well i shouldn't say do nothing she will get on the house floor throw her hands up in the air jump up and down and throw herself on the floor she'll do that quite often and she's quite good at it so but but anyway, I, I I I do want I do want everybody to keep some sense of uh, uh, you've got to keep you've got to have a sense of humor through some of this. You've got to be able to to make adjustments. I I know. Look what the government is doing. What the uh, we're getting to a point now where folks, you have got you've got to stand up and start going okay what exactly am i doing when i'm trading my freedoms for security or when i'm trading freedoms in the name of a crisis i have already told you if you are not versed with the communist manifesto if you're not versed with mein cop if you're not versed with rules for radicals uh, the book by Saul Alinsky. Uh, if you think socialism's good, go check out all those books I've just told you about. Those that I mentioned, and, they, and because all of them will try and tell you what a great, great thing it is to subject, to put people in subjugation, to, to, uh, to, to, to just put the, the barriers of progress on people. But call it progress. Uh, when you look at that, you will find exactly what Rahm Emanuel, Democrat from Chicago. Meant back in the Obama administration when he said, don't let a good crisis go to waste. He followed that up with, you pass all the programs that you wanted to get passed that were on your wish list and couldn't pass them because the American people reject them. You pass it during a crisis. So you've got to keep this in perspective. We are Americans. I don't care how other countries do it. We are a country of freedom and liberty and law. And we are a country of constitutional law, and we've got to remain that. All right, folks, we will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it, and you'll love having one in your shop. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com.
This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. We are back. Uh, look, folks, we try to keep the brakes quick here so we can get back to more topics, which we have a lot of. So I, I do want to – so I have a listener out there. Um, well, I have a couple of things. I have a couple of questions coming in, so let me let me get to one. I have a listener uh, down in Florida. Uh, thank you for listening. Who who has a good a very good question? They brought up a good point. They're asking why haven't we heard anything in the news about what the Wuhan virus, the China virus, is is what kind of effect is it having on the military, and what kind of effect is it having on the homeless? Um, which funny that that this person in, in California would mention that because. Once we get to it today on my rundown, I do have a question about California, um, and which has a huge homeless problem. Uh, you would think, if you follow the common sense and logical line, California ought to be an absolute mess right now in terms of spreading of the uh, coronavirus, the Wuhan virus, the China virus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's not. It's not. California... Folks, the state of California gets over 5,000 Chinese travelers, people from China, uh, every day. Uh, so that, that is people from China, over 5,000 every day coming in and out of California. So you add the logic and common sense that you're going to get here from On Point with Victor. China hid this virus outbreak. China tried to hide it as long as they could. So we started finding out about it, I guess, in December. So this virus was out there in November. Maybe it was out there a little before November, but let's just use November. You had 5,000, over 5,000 people from going and coming from China into California every day, November, December, and most of January. Because once we had a case here and once uh, President Trump said, okay, wait, we're not going to let this get out of hand. And on January, and I can't remember the date, but I believe it was middle to the to the end of January, uh, Donald Trump issued a travel ban from China. So he shut that down. But before then, over 5,000 people coming and going from China every day. Now, why isn't California an absolute mess right now? Why are there, I believe, there's under still a low amount of deaths. I believe there's more deaths in New York. So that's a question that should be asked. It's a logical, commonsensical question. If the virus isn't having the effect, if the Wuhan Chinese virus isn't having the effect in California that it's having in New York, um, there's got to be a reason for that. So. Uh, that's just that's just a question. So that's a great point from my listeners down there in Florida. Uh, so another question that I want to get to comes from another listener uh, from, I believe, uh, Marietta, Georgia, um, is where she's. I know she's in Georgia. I may get the city wrong, but uh, um, she has the question. She has been hearing nothing but negativity on how the United States has been handling testing. She's uh, unfortunately maybe she has been subject to CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, PBS, NPR, 
because all of those, that is what makes up the lamestream media or mainstream media, but what I call the lamestream media. And if you have been listening to those, you're, you're hearing nothing but negativity on the United States is behind on testing. The United States is doing this wrong. Well, actually, let's face it. They're saying Trump is doing everything is Trump's fault. Um, so unless you're, um, well, I'm not, I'm, you know what? I'm going to be nice. So this is basically – so this listener wants to know why Why is the United States so behind or, or, or is it true? Well, let me throw some actual numbers at you, ladies and gentlemen, so I can put your mind at ease because let me ask you, first of all, before I give you any numbers – and, and especially for any of you listeners out there who have traveled abroad, uh, uh, because I have, I have seen real abject poverty. I have seen socialism. I have seen uh, government health care, socialized medicine, uh, and it ain't pretty. Uh, so if you're out there and you have traveled abroad, then you, you'll probably understand what I'm, what I'm about to say. Uh, if you haven't, and you and you just buy into the United States is awful. The United States is terrible. Blah 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 blah. Then you really need to reassess either your Americanism or you need to reassess: Do you belong here? <laughs> and yes, I said it, and I mean it, uh, because you ought to love and enjoy the country you're in. And if you don't, you ought to go find another place. If you're craving socialism, if you're craving cradle to grave government. There's plenty of countries you can go to. Uh, Venezuela is not that far away. They'll be happy to put you in a breadline. Um, England, uh, the U- you know, hop across the pond. I'm sure they'll accept you. Uh, they'll be happy to put you in line for that knee replacement you need or that uh, knee surgery you need. They'll be happy to put you in line for it. They'll be happy to put you on a six-month waiting list for soldier sh- sh- shoulder repair. Uh, or, or, or maybe you're an elderly person out there. Maybe you're in your 80s. And uh, you know what? You need a pacemaker. They'll be happy to tell you that, no, mm-mm, you're just too old. You know, they'll, have, they'll be happy to give you pain medicine, though. Uh, so there are places you can go. And what I'm getting to, folks, if if you're going to be stricken with some type of disease, if you're going to be stricken with a viral outbreak, if you're going to be stricken with some kind of health issue, are you sure you don't want to be in the United States? Are you not sitting here in the United States secretly going, boy, I'm glad I'm here and not there? Because... If you're secretly saying that, it's okay. You can say it. There's no place on God's green earth I would rather be during a pandemic than the United States of America. Because the cure is going to come from here. The vaccine's going to come from here. The treatment, the best treatment, the best doctors, all going to come right here. You're going to get to a vaccine quicker under capitalism, free markets, than you are anywhere. No government socialist country in the world is going to come out with a vaccine quicker than we are here. Um, we're already proving that. So, all right, let me get to this list. So this listener was asking why why, why are, is the United States being trashed, and, and, and is it true? First of all, it's not true. Um, much of it is not true. Uh, could things be done better? Of course. But the only perfect person is that carpenter dude up in the sky who's up there with the other big guy. Um, so I'm sorry. No one on the planet is perfect. And things could always be done. That's why we write books and do studies after we get through this. And we'll see what worked and what didn't and all that good stuff. And that's that's those debates will happen that I was talking about. But, okay, let me give you some numbers. As of yesterday – 
the United States hit over one million people tested. That is over one million people tested. That's what that's the number we hit yesterday. Uh, we have done no other country in the world has done that much testing, folks. No one. Um, we we have reached a point now where we're do, we are testing one hundred thousand samples a day. One hundred thousand people are getting tested per day. No other country has reached that level. David, we only uh, like three hundred and twenty nine million to go. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Only that. But and and luckily, we're not going to have to test every person or human soul in the in the United States. But. I think we ought to put everybody on a coast-to-coast conveyor belt. <laughs> and, just, and just swab? Yeah. <laughs> swab as they go by. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what, if that's what it takes. But but no, what the point is, is this listener who, in Georgia who was asking, who's been hearing all this negativity, look at the positive thing. And, and, and maybe you haven't heard it or maybe it's not being reported out there, which I can pretty darn sure it's not being reported everywhere. But – Folks, a million people, over a million tested as of yesterday, a hundred thousand being tested per day. Uh, that's pretty amazing. And that leads me also to make the distinction again. There's a difference between a virus spreading and discovery. So when we're doing all this testing, we are dis- we are discovering already existing cases. That's why you're seeing the number go up and that's why you're hearing uh, Dr. Rio from Emory and, and, and his other doctors across the country who are saying we haven't reached a peak yet. Well, what they're talking about is a lot of the modeling that they're doing, and I'm going to get into some of that. But what, they're, what they mean by that is as we test more, then we discover more. And as you discover more, those numbers go up. So it doesn't mean that there's a huge widespread thing going on right now more than there is discovery going on right now. And that doesn't mean that all these cases are bad. Some of these cases that people have already recovered um, doesn't mean that all these cases are going to the hospital. They're not. Um, so especially in, 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 my goodness, you look at state-by-state state case cases, and many, many, many states, including Georgia, have had consecutive days of declining cases. Um, it, 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 we are starting to see where we're going to get over that and get on the backside of the curve. Now, you've got places like New York. And we'll get into that later, too. You know, there's a reason they're having such such a hard time. But even New York, even New York, the cases are starting to slow. Now, I bet you're not going to hear that because Cuomo, who I'll have more to say about later, Cuomo got on the news this morning and reassured the media that, oh, no, it's still bad and getting worse. When um, an hour or so later, we've had the official reports coming out that, no, the cases are actually starting to ease up in New York. So, so New York is going to get to that, that turning point uh, pretty soon. So we are – there are a lot of positive things coming out that you're just not hearing. And that's when you got to ask yourself, how much liberty, how much freedom are we going to give up? How much are we going to let the government – intrude on our lives in the name of a crisis when we are already folks we are seeing good reports here in my great state of georgia we are seeing i think four days now of decreased cases we're seeing we're turning we're getting to be where we're in the right direction but yet we've got municipalities all across georgia that as of this weekend are trying to put in stay at home 
uh, rules, where if you leave your home, they're threatening to arrest you. Um, folks, things are getting better, and the government's just asking for more and pushing more and pushing more and pushing more. More liberties away, more freedoms away. You know, i got to throw out that look at that. Look at just what you just said municipalities. It's the little people, little dictators that are trying to do <laughs> and something. And they're everywhere. <laughs> and but you look at you look at Washington and you look at Trump and what he's done. Now you know my love is for the military. And mm-hmm. I was telling one of our good friends, uh, Colonel White, he and I were chatting last night and uh, I was telling him, I said, you know, I couldn't help but get goosebumps as the ship um, Comfort was pulling out of port and heading to New York. And, you know, this, we have, what's happening now, the massive cooperation within the government. Mm-hmm. And I think, personally, I think Trump has done a hell of a job on restraint. You know, he could have put out an edict, well, everybody under. Six feet tall, has to stay home for the next 12 months. Or Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but he is, I think, the restraint he's shown and the leadership and what we've done. And did you know that uh, he's called on, and this is where a lot of people don't appreciate our military, but he's called on uh, the military, and it's, I wish I'd paid more attention, uh, it's in Maryland is where the hospital is, mm-hmm. and um, it's a research military research lab that discovered the vaccine for Ebola, mm-hmm. and uh, they're working on they're working their tails off yep. 24 hours a day to come up with. They're already testing a vaccine yeah. for for uh, COVID 19, the Wuhan virus, and uh, you know, in I, record time, in record time, mm-hmm. and I. It, People need to step back and instead of pointing fingers or blaming or saying, well, this isn't quick enough, you know, you step back and look. What other country in the world could hold a candle to us? There is none. None. Absolutely not. We ought to thank God that we live here and that we have such dedicated people. And like General Dix and I were saying about the guard being called out, and the people working in the laboratories, the military. Folks, if you haven't been a member of it, I swear to protect the Constitution of the United States, mm-hmm. both foreign and domestic enemies, or even now an enemy we can't see, we don't, okay, you the, know. The invisible enemy. The invisible enemy. Mm-hmm. And yet, who's putting? who's the first to go in and say, if not me, then who? And our troops are there for us with the invisible enemy, yep. be it on the streets or be it in the laboratory. And we ought to fall on our knees that we live in a country like this. No, without a doubt. Without a doubt. We need to be thankful every day. And, and look, folks, I, I, I am not saying – look, my heritage, many of you know, is Hispanic. I am, I am uh, Sp- Spain and Mexico. And and I love Spain. I love my heritage. I love Mexico. But I'm not going to move there and leave the United States. Uh, I, I'm an American first. And I 
love the United States. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't some beautiful areas in Spain. I recommend everybody go visit. Not right now, but at some point. <laughs> um, Mexico, a beautiful country. You hear a lot of negativity on Mexico in the media, but it is an amazing country. And I would recommend anybody, go, everybody go visit. Um, there, uh, I, I love Germany. Uh, Germany is one of the most beautiful places I think I've ever been. Um, uh, France, I, I, there's parts of France. Now, I'm not going to say I'm a huge fan of Paris. It is beautiful. Um, but um, the outskirts, Normandy and these, these places, uh, and France, I mean, amazing. Um, Austria, I, I mean, sweet. Any, there's so many places, and they're beautiful. Italy, I mean, amazing. Um, but they're not the United States. None of them are the United States. And I wouldn't choose any of them over freedom and liberty. Folks, just because the landscape is beautiful, if you're living in subjugation, it ain't so pretty. And and if you and not that every country is subjugating everybody, but look, most of the countries, uh, other countries out there in the world have some type of socialistic life um, or, or, or a huge welfare state. Um, they, they have a system where they hold a whole lot of people down. They just want you to be comfortable um, and you'll be happy with your beer and your football game or your soccer game or whatever. Uh, but here in the United States, we still have where you can come from the poorest of the poor and you can be Bezos tomorrow. Um, it can happen in the United States and there's just no other place on the planet that offers you the opportunity to get off your derriere Put in the sweat equity and get a return for it. There's just no other place like the United States. So, okay, I'm getting off a little bit, but um, I, look, I, I love this country. It's amazing, and, and and it were it not for the grace of the good grace of this country, they didn't accept my. If they hadn't have accepted my father, I wouldn't even be here. So, um, I have lots to be thankful for. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, before we go to the next break, which I know is coming up, I want to. Uh, I, I just want to finish up a little bit with with so for the listener out there in Georgia who wanted to know about testing. Look, we're over a million people tested. No other country in the world. We did more in eight days than South Korea. Who now look? South Korea was was on the front end of this. They 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 are a great example. We did more in eight days than they did in eight weeks. Um, we also need to be you know. There's nothing wrong with looking at some of these countries. Look at Taiwan, folks. Taiwan has done a as is they're doing something right there, and it needs to be an example. And no. No one should be too proud to say, look at Taiwan. We might be able to learn a few things there. But you know what? Who You know who won't say that? The World Health Organization. You know why they won't say that? Because they're owned by China. So much of their funding comes from China. Uh, Democrats, they love China. You know what they won't do? They won't go out and praise Taiwan. Why? Because China will get mad. We saw this a few months ago, people. We saw this not too long ago with the NBA players and coaches who were who would not come out and say anything negative about China because China got mad. Why? Because China's buying their shoes or China's manufacturing those NBA shoes. Uh, so, folks, within with just as now with most cases, you can follow the money if you want to find some truths. And uh, and I'm not kidding about when you look at South Korea, when you look at Taiwan, especially Taiwan, folks. 
um, you can go look up. Oh my goodness, go look up the guy who's leading the the World Health Organization. Who? Go look him up and look at an interview that uh, some I believe she was Chinese. I can't or, or I'm not sure where she was from, but she was asking asking him a question on how come Taiwan? What a great job Taiwan's doing, folks. He ignored the question, and then he pretended like he didn't hear the question. And then when she said, "Well, let me repeat it," he goes, "Oh no, you move on to another question," because he didn't want to upset China. So, I, I mean, this is ridiculous, folks, how much politics is involved when we should be standing together as one. You want to talk about a global community? Well, we ought to be one big global community to stand against this this uh, Wuhan virus. We ought to all be standing up and going, shame on you, China, for trying to cover it up. Shame on you, China, for letting this get out of hand. Shame on you, China, you communist regime. Shame on you for not accepting help when the United States offered to help. So we could have contained this virus in China. All of you people out out there and look folks i'm not mad i'm just right but all of you people in the united states that want to blame trump for everything why don't you try blaming china it would have never made it to our shores had china just been honest we could have contained it there do you think they're going to change no (laughs) No. not no and neither will the democrats well you know the the one thing that i would say that hopefully is in the process of changing is doing exactly what Trump wanted to do from the beginning, Mm -hmm. made in America. You mean uh, get back to manufacturing in America? You mean do what what the Obama administration, I mean the O'Biden-Obama administration said couldn't be done? What a unique concept. Yeah, would be amazing. So I guess uh, we are probably need to go to our next break here. No, not for eight minutes. All right. Oh, well, look at there, folks. Special treatment today on, on point. With okay, so let me get into some other things. You know, I, I mentioned the private sector earlier, and look, folks, the private sector, and, and and this is what I mean about the United States. This is what I mean about American ingenuity. Um, the private sector has unleashed that in, in ingenuity that I'm talking about. Uh, the pharma companies, yes, pharmaceutical companies, you know, the ones that Sanders hates, you know, the ones where, well, health care is a human right and the pharmaceutical companies must give it away for free. Everything should be free. Yeah. Let, if, if everything's free, who's going to pay for the research? Who's going to pay for the development? Who's going to pay for the sweat equity of the scientists and the doctors who are all part of the pharmacist? Pharmacies, these companies that are developing the vaccines, the companies that are developing the treatments. I mean, come on, folks. Use your common sense. Don't be a sheep. Don't buy into this socialism crap that Bernie Sanders and Biden and Pelosi and Schumer. Don't buy into this crap that they're pushing pushing out to try and convince you to give up your freedoms and just let them take care of it all. It's just not true, folks. If you think if you think living your life is expensive now, wait till it's free. I I mean, folks, it's it's you ain't seen nothing yet until it's free. So, um, but the the big these pharmaceutical companies in the private sector are already testing vaccines. Uh, we have twenty different emergency testing options now that, that that were just i mean within weeks they came up with this stuff this is the private sector folks we have a vaccine that normally takes i mean we're talking over 12 months 18 months 24 months to develop let alone start testing we have already have vaccines and testing uh, medication is being fast-tracked folks we are finding out that chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine 
it saved lives already. These are medications that have been in the... I mean, for decades, we've had these two medications. Um, one of them has been used. Um, um, chloroquine has been used to treat malaria for decades. Um, it also treats uh, um, uh, other types of diseases that I, I, I probably really shouldn't say because I'm going to butcher the name. Uh, but um, this medication has been around for a long time. Scientists and doctors, they know the composition of this medicine. They've dealt with this medicine for decades. So that is being fast-tracked into testing for uh, using this medication against the Wuhan virus. Um, the the hydroxy, uh, hydroxychloroquine, this is also – hydroxychloroquine is basically a less toxic, less potent version of chloroquine. And it is showing amazing promise uh, and amazing effectiveness against this virus. Uh, have you heard this reported much? In fact, I heard CNN and MSNBC downplaying the effectiveness of chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. I've heard them downplaying it. you got to ask yourself, folks, what on earth does CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC and CBS, what do they have to gain – from downplaying the good news that chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine is actually helping and saving lives. Folks, we have people who have been interviewed and on video. You can look it up on YouTube if they haven't shut it down yet. Who, who were on the brink of death. They were on the brink of giving up until they were administered hydroxychloroquine. And then within hours, they turned around. And now they're in that recovered column. The Wuhan virus recovered column, which you don't hear reported, you know, that, that recovery number, which now is, I believe, over 175 or right at 175,000 uh, people have recovered from the Wuhan virus. You know, that number you're not hearing about. Uh, folks, this is what we do here. This is what Americans do. This is what the private sector can do. And you know what's great? When the private sector can actually and the government will actually work together, that's a great thing. When 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 companies will stand up and answer the call, when Trump stands up at the podium and says, we need businesses to step up, we, we may need more ventilators, we may need some respirators, we may need uh, more ma- N- N95 masks, and then companies stand up and answer the call – they don't have to be nationalized. They don't have to be taken over. They don't need the government. Ladies and gentlemen, let me let me, I know I'm getting off on a tangent here, folks. Look, I'm not mad. I'm just right. But think about this. This is what I mean by don't lose your common sense. Don't lose your logic. Think about if you're asking the government to nationalize a company, let's say GM, you want government to go. You want politicians to go in because that's what this is. If you nationalize a company, it's politicians that are going to go into this company and tell it how to do a bit, how to manufacture. So you want to take politicians who don't know they're yeah, from a hole in the ground. You want them to go into a manufacturer with all this awesome technology and awesome equipment and say, you produce 100,000 masks a day. Oh, okay. Well, we produce cars. We're not really sure how to produce masks. So we're going to need to do some reassembling. We're going to need to, to change some technologies, and we're going to need to figure that out. We're going to need to look at some directions. Oh, no, no. We're the government, and we're telling you to do it. And if you don't do it, we're shutting you down. That's what you're asking for, folks. Those of you who are out there in the Democrat ilk, and those of you who believe in socialism, you're asking for politicians to go in and tell a company how to run their business. You think that's going to produce the mask that we need? You think that's going to produce uh, uh, ventilators? You're going to produce a bunch of ventilators maybe that don't work. And where's that going to get us? All right, folks. 
I'm not mad. I'm just right. Uh, hang tight, folks. We've got to go to another break here. So uh, we will be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. We're back. So I have a good example now of of keeping a good sense of humor. I I had another good listener uh, just (laughs) send me a message and say, I left out one of the best things about Spain and Mexico. And uh, according to him, and look, folks, he's he's, 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 I'm I'm not going to say he's wrong. I'm not going to deny this. Uh, But he did say, don't forget to point out that they have that the (laughs) very nice, pretty ladies. (laughs) So, So. that's what I mean, folks. Have a have a sense of humor. It, it's a, it's a good thing. So, okay. Now let me get back to some of this n- more news. Uh, actually, this can be the uh, CNN. The segment CNN is not real news. <laughs> let me let me get to you know talking about the private sector and how awesome, folks. Look, the private sector rocks. It just rocks. American ingenuity rocks. Um, the 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 free market rocks um people being able to go out their daily lives and 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 exert sweat equity here and then be able to go to the bank and dump all the rewards uh, it's a great thing it, it really 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 is and what's great about this country is is if you want a a small bag of rewards you can go out and earn that but if you want a bigger bag then you can work a little more and you can get a bigger bag it's your choice and it should be your choice there should be no no politician here in this country that looks to you and says you don't need five choices for deodorant you only need one choice you don't need five choices of toilet paper you only need one you don't need three bread companies you need one you need to run away you actually you don't need to just run away from that candidate you need to turn to that candidate and say get the hell out of here because we don't need that here folks 
I want 50 ch- choices of, of, of arm deodorant. I, maybe I want a hundred choices of breads, uh, bread companies because it's a great thing because it's competition. And one of those breads going to be better than the other. One's going to be cheaper than the other. And then I get to decide, do I want to pay more money for that, that elitist, great tasting bread? Or do I want to pay less and have an adequate bread? It's my freaking choice and it should be my choice. So that's the beauty of a free market, free people. And this is what I beg of you. Do not trade freedom for security. Do not be be willing to trade socialism because you don't want to work hard. Don't don't trade freedom for socialism because you don't want to work hard. You have the choice to work hard or not in this great country. If you want to make enough <clears throat> Excuse me. If you want to make just enough to get by, then make just enough to get by. It's your choice. But when you do that, don't go to the government. Don't go to Bernie Sanders. Don't. No, it's just not fair. Uh, if I want to sit and never have a job until I get in government, it's this is making me cough. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but but don't buy into the Sanders business. Look, why would you listen to Bernie Sanders or Biden? Neither one of them had a real job in their lives. They only had government. Both of them are multimillionaires because of government. Now, Biden's got a little extra money because of his deals with China and the Ukraine and, and whoever else he's been dealing with. So, um, look, folks. I, I'm just telling you, it's common sense and it's logic. But but let me get to an example here. Let me tell you what happened yesterday in case you didn't hear. Uh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. All right, look, I'm as, as, as annoyed with his commercials as just about anybody else. But the guy is a stand-up guy. If you don't know who Mike Lindell is, he owns a company called MyPillow. And uh, he ought to be advertising on this show. I actually talked to one of his executives about advertising on this show, but uh, that's a behind-the-scenes thing. So uh, don't worry. I hope to bore you to tears with some my pillow ads soon. So, But uh, this guy has, has – it's a great story. I mean this guy, I believe, was, was addicted to drugs at one point, got out of it. Uh, I, I, I'm not even sure if he actually went to jail or something at some point. But he, uh, he got out of it. He found faith and de- – created a company, hires, I don't know how many people, um, but he's built an amazing, awesome company here in the United States, folks. He manufactures in the United States. And uh, this guy... In my home state of Michigan. That's right. In, in Michigan. In Minnesota, ah, Minnesota. In Minnesota. I'm sorry. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so here's a guy who manufactures in, in a blue state of all states, you know, but hopefully Minnesota won't be blue after the next election. But, uh, but Mike Lindell creates this great company, My, my Pillow. And the guy's just hires a ton of people and, and really, really supports a lot of people. And he supports his community. I mean, it's just a really good guy, really good story. If you ever want to see the story behind my pillow, look it up. But let me tell you what he did. This guy answered the call. This guy transformed 75% of his factory to making N95 masks. Mike Lindell and the My Pillow factory is now making 50,000 masks a day. 50,000 N95 masks a day from a pillow company. Is that why I didn't get my sheets? That's why you didn't get your sheets. <laughs> so, so, folks, here is a private sector business, a private industry who did not need the government to come take him over. Do you think for a second that your politician, whether it be Pelosi, Schumer, or Sanders, or, I mean, good gosh, uh, 
any of any politician, establishment Republicans also. Do you think any of them could have gone into Mike Lindell's company, turned those factories around, those machines? I'm sorry, turned that those seventy five percent of the machines around, reprogrammed the technology, and started pumping out fifty thousand masks a day? Hell no, the government couldn't do that. They couldn't do that if they wanted, if they tried. Uh, But a private sector business like Mike Lindell could do it, and he did it, and he made it happen, and he didn't need government to take him over. He didn't need Bernie Sanders to threaten him. All he needed was for President Trump to stand up in the podium weeks ago and say, we need everybody to step up. We need help. And Mike Lindell was one of the companies that that uh, answer the call. And folks, there are a ton of companies out there, GM, Ford, uh, you name it. There are beautiful, awesome private companies out there, which I should, probably shouldn't include GM because the ridiculous bailout that they got and the things they did with that money, your taxpayer money, that's another show. But there are some great private companies out there who are answering the call. They are developing vaccines. They are doing testing. They are cr- turning their factories and machinery into making N95 masks. There are the Ford company i believe is pumping out um ventilators so folks it is an amazing thing to see what can happen in this country when the private sector decides that they're going to do it or the american ingenuity comes out and when there's a call to be answered americans answer it Uh, there's a reason why when there's a crisis in the world if there's a tsunami somewhere in the world the first people on the scene are americans when there's aid being dished out and i don't care if it has a u.n stamp on it 90 percent of it's coming from america look where where u.n gets most of its money from america the uso americans um uh, uh, the united way americans i mean folks the American people, I've told you before, are the most giving people on the planet. And when we, the and we going are. gets tough, right? the tough get going. Yeah, That's yeah. why people have a second thought about yeah. messing with us. That's know? right. That's right. They know, you know that if they light the, the fuse, we'll mm-hmm. be the ones that blow it out. You know that's so true, David, and and we prove we have proven that throughout history. And and I got to tell you though, I, I get a little afraid right now with with the likes of Pelosi. When we have this this Wuhan virus going on right now, this crisis that the virus the viral crisis is going on right now, and you have Pelosi who stood up yesterday and try and and w- was blaming Trump for everything he she could possibly think of instead of standing together saying this is not a time for politics this is a time for for us to stand as Americans and let's kick this Wuhan in the you know what instead of doing that she comes out and says this is not a time for politics and then turns around and says Trump is evil i, I mean it's it's people we we need that's the other thing we've got to start understanding the democrats are not your friend establishment washington is not your friend. There are uh, establishment Republicans, and and also they're not your friends, um, folks. If you think the Democrats have your health in mind, let me t- look. I'm going to deviate a little bit. I had a listener who is a Democrat who likes to point out or or likes to say uh, Republicans just want elderly to die. They just want the sick to die. They want people to die. And you know, I can't help but chuckle and laugh when I hear that because. You can stand up as a Democrat and tell me, I heard the Republicans want people to die or accuse the Republicans of they want people to die. Well, I can show you proof that the Democrats are letting the elderly die. Folks, which party is it 
that has something called uh, evaluated. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Oh, my goodness. You can look it up. Um, for layman terms, it's called a death panel. Um, for political pretty name terms, I believe it's called evaluated life. Oh gosh, I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, but there's, um, but it, it is in Obamacare. It's in every plan that the Democrats have for health care. They have a something to the to the extent of evaluated life expectancy uh, as a, a formula. And basically what they do is when you are a certain age, you're no longer a producer. And if you're no longer the producer, then you no longer get the health care. So if you're a certain age, if you're 75 and you need a heart transplant or you need a uh, kidney transplant or you need a uh, pacemaker – they will they will do they will use this formula and say you're 75 and according to the formula you're no longer working you're no longer productive in society you're no longer a taxpayer therefore the quality adjusted life years that's what it is i knew it would come to me look it up folks Should, Find out the party that believes and has instituted in in their plans, including Obamacare, quality-adjusted life years. That's where they will look at you if you're you're a certain age and say, according to the quality-adjusted life years, you're no longer a producer. You're not going to get the transplant. You're not going to get the pacemaker. You're not going to get the the care to save your life. You're going to get a pain pill so you can go away and die. That's your Democrat party. If you don't believe me, folks, look up quality adjusted life years. Look it up in Obamacare. Look up Obama in a video when he was asked about a 95-year-old grandmother. Would you? Would she be saved? And Obama looked at that person and said, well, you know, your 95-year-old grandmother lived a good life. We will give her something and make her comfortable, and she can die. That's your Democrat Party. So don't come to me and tell me that the Republicans and Trump want to kill the elderly when you have a Democrat party who actually have it in a bill called quality adjusted life years where they can justify letting your family member die. And and when I say your family member, folks, because do you think Biden's family member is going to get a quality adjusted life year? No. Do you think Sanders, any of his family members will be quality adjusted? Do you think Pelosi's family members? Do you think anyone in Washington is going to have a family member that's going to die? No. No, they won't be under the same thing as you, the peasant. All right, folks, that is all the time we have for today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. We'll get to much more next week. Uh, Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. He is coming up, and he's raring to go. Uh, I believe he's locked and loaded. (laughs) Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.